Welcome to an empowering and transformative season of Yoga Corner Chats. Join me, Shelby Phoenix, your host and guide as we embark on a journey of inspiration, growth, and self-discovery. This season, we're diving into the worlds of wellness and entrepreneurship, bringing you captivating conversations with extraordinary women who are making their mark in these realms. Each week, we'll explore the stories, insights, and wisdom of our remarkable guests, delving into their personal journeys and uncovering the secrets to cultivating a more balanced and fulfilling life. From yoga teachers to life coaches, therapists to entrepreneurs, each guest will bring their unique perspectives and experiences, offering invaluable guidance for navigating the paths of wellness and entrepreneurship with grace and resilience. At Yoga Corner Chats, we believe the power of women supporting and uplifting one another. We celebrate the diversity of our guests and their expertise, creating a space where their voices can shine brightly. Together, we'll explore what it means to define wellness and success on our own terms, finding inspiration in each other's stories, and forging our paths to fulfillment. So whether you're an inspiring entrepreneur, seeking guidance, a wellness enthusiast eager to learn new insights, or simply someone who craves inspiration for living your best life, this season of Yoga Corner Chats is for you. Tune in every week to join our captivating conversations and discover how you too can embrace the transformative power of yoga, wellness, and entrepreneurship. Together, let's manifest our dreams, support one another, and create a world where success and well-being go hand in hand. Subscribe to Yoga Corner Chats on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform, and be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. The journey begins now. In this thought-provoking conversation, we have the privilege of exploring the depths of relationships with the incredible Julia Ragosa. Join us as we delve into the power of expanding the concept of relationship, starting with the most important one, the relationship we have with ourselves. Julia's insights on self-curiosity will inspire you to ask meaningful questions such as, what is my relationship to movement right now? Or, what is the relationship with my heart? As we uncover the transformative potential of self-connection, Julia shares her wisdom on the nurturing foundation of safety and stability within yourself, your relationships, and your practice. Discover how prioritizing your well-being and fostering self-awareness can positively impact every aspect of your life. Get ready for a transformative conversation that will leave you inspired and empowered. Tune into this episode now and embark on a journey of self-discovery and meaningful connection. So get comfy and cozy because the journey starts now. Oh, there you are. Hi. Okay, hey, yay. how's it going? Good. Let me just move my camera a little bit. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that we made it here. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yay, thank you. I'm so excited too. I wanted to ask you if it's okay with you. I like to start out by just taking a couple of breaths together. Is that something you'd be into? 
Yes, please. All right. And also anyone watching this now or later, I invite you to also join us in just taking a couple of deep grounding breaths. So Julia, if you feel comfortable, close down your eyes, get settled in your seat, empty out all your air, begin to slowly and gently inhale through your nose. And exhaling out. Another full deep breath in. And let it go. One last breath together, full breath in. And release. And whenever you feel ready, open up your eyes, coming back into this space. Mm. Ah, that always feels good. Yes, it does. So Julie, I was just introducing you as a authentic life and voice coach. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if we could start out and you could just introduce us to you and what you do in your business. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, so I am, as you said, an authentic life and voice coach because I've really found myself to be very unique in the way I walk forward in the world. And um, so authentic life has been this process of me uncovering who I really am mm -hmm. and letting myself lead authentically and be authentic, uh, which really comes from this sense of security and confidence and the ability to um, listen and communicate compassionately, be in yeah. touch with my heart space, my self in that way. So that's where I found myself in my business is enabling other people to enhance the way they're living and uncover who they really are through security, confidence, groundedness, um, and feeling good and able to communicate properly and use their voice um, through relationships and kind of expanding the concept of relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship, a business partnership, like looking at talking to people you work with um, and really communicating with your own practices, whether that's your yoga practice, your meditation practice, your spiritual practice, or your body, your heart. So that's mm -hmm. my focus and intent uh, with my business at this point. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. So you talked about... Um, the concept of um, like expanding uh, like the meaning of relationships or the concept of relationships. Can you share a little bit more about um, what that means? Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I've found that I, um, first of all, in the astrology I've studied and even astrology readings I've gotten, relationship is a really huge part of who I am and the way that I learn, um, learning intimacy and relationships. And funny, funnily enough, uh, relationships had always been a challenge for me. Um, so when I shifted my vision to really creating a relationship with myself and my heart, I, and through yoga and meditation, that's where my spiritual practice and teaching began. Um, I noticed how expansive relationship can be and how supportive it can be when you look at the word relationship with 
a broader lens essentially where you're thinking of what is my relationship to my movement practice right now right. or what is my relationship to my heart right now um the way i was able to call in like healthy happy relationship was actually by just shifting my focus to having a happy and healthy relationship with myself and um yeah what that looked like so that's where this like sense of expanding the word comes from because it can really it can amplify your power center and your heart center and you notice that you're not alone because even when you might be feeling lonely or um or you might be feeling unfulfilled in some sense you can say oh well what is my relationship to my yoga practice right now or like how am i showing up for that and can i come closer together with that and have that be a support system which is really you supporting yourself and it becomes right. sort of like an infinity loop of support that you're you're just creating you it only really relies on you and what you're doing yeah when you're describing that what i'm visualizing is like myself in the center and mm -hmm. kind of like this web of like you said yoga practice or whatever that means for you and other like relationships and practices in my life mm -hmm. um so i'm wondering um when you talk about relationship with self um why do you think that is so important to these other relationships that we have around us? Oh, that's so important. Um, really because your security and your ability to feel good and feel happy, feel peace, feel anything comes fully just from yourself, like totally from yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you are fully supported and loved by yourself and loved for yourself as yourself, then you can yeah. fill up other people's cups. It's that same concept mm -hmm. of not like filling the cup for yourself so that you can pour that love and that happiness outwards towards other people and other relationships, other ways of communicating and being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear this from my clients a lot, this idea that they feel that if they're putting too much attention or focus on the relationship with themselves, that they are feeling like they're being selfish or they're not, you know, I mean, I work with a lot of women, so they're not putting their kids first or their relation, you know, their relationship with their romantic partner first. Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone who might um, have that kind of resistance? Mm, beautiful. So there's balance in everything. And much of this new concept of relationship and concept with self-relationship is a deconditioning. Mm -hmm. So at first, it feels really uncomfortable. First, yeah. it feels like that word selfish, or it feels like this or that, um, like you're not giving enough because we're so taught to give, 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 especially as women, to be quiet and to give. And by taking that power back and and just working with it like learning within a week's time um what boundaries feel like even and right by by like feeling what oh this this feels like selfish right now or the fact that i 
communicated my needs feels too intense or uh, wasn't taken well or this or that, it's not going to destroy the people around you. It's, it's really going to amplify your vibration so that other people can rise to meet you and, and know you a little better and, and get to work with you so that you are taking care of and you feel yeah. good because when you are taking care of yourself and feeling good, then it's just going to let other people start doing that for themselves, like grant them permission to do that. And also yeah. um, that infinity loop starts where you're both giving and receiving in a balanced pace. And to get to balance, we always first feel like a little off balance, you know, and then it's like, okay, <laughs> come back over here a little bit. And then maybe you swing too far this way. And then you're like, I'm sorry. And then you teeter yeah. out and it starts to feel comfortable. And, and it's that new conditioning that you've created. Yes. Um, I, from like a personal standpoint, um, before I started my business, I was a teacher and I always felt this pressure to, um, you know, suck it up and be there for the kids. And like, you know, you got to make sure that you're giving and giving and not always feeling the um, incentive necessarily to like, take care of myself. Mm -hmm. um, so I, and now that I am in a switch that perspective to have a better relationship with myself, I can see what you're saying that like, my cup is full. So the people that I do get to take care of, mm -hmm. um, I get to give more of myself to them. I feel like I can give more because I've given myself more. Mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering, like, do you have a personal story that might have like brought you to these um, kind of realizations and how you run work with your clients in this way? Yeah. So, well, first off, actually, this is perfect because it ties them together. Um, in those times when we feel like we really have to keep giving and there isn't time for ourselves, you can start with a micro step of just honoring your feeling in that moment. Mm. And that's where my relationship with this concept of opening up and taking time for myself began. Um, it was in reclaiming my feelings um, and creating a relationship with my feelings and with myself. Mm -hmm. I had many multi mental health issues throughout growing up and was on like so many different medicines and things like that. And I was actually diagnosed bipolar. And through that process, which was a true diagnosis at the time, um, I woke up to yoga and meditation, which essentially brought me back to my body and mm -hmm. back to and I allowed myself to create a relationship with my feelings and let myself feel in that moment what I was feeling, accepting yeah. and letting it be. And by creating that relationship with my feelings, like essentially my sacral center, myself, I yeah. was allowing myself to feel, which had been suppressed my whole life. Mm. And that was that trigger switch to like, oh, I... I am allowed to feel this and it's okay to feel this. And it doesn't mean it's going to derail my day. Like at first it might, because you're just starting to feel your feelings, yeah. but you're strong enough to like, look at that and be with that. And, and it gets better. It gets better. 
Yes. I got like tingles a little bit because I can relate so much with the idea of coming back to your body. And I think also if you've struggled with mental health, like we're kind of taught to believe that our mind is separate and our body is separate and like integrating that, I feel like personally has enhanced my relationship to myself and like my yoga practice and those things. What do you notice about that? Oh my gosh. So I just got chills about that. <laughs> like exactly what you said, this idea that there's the mind and then there's the body, but we know it's mind, body, it's mind, body, soul. It's all connected. And right. by like moving your body and being still with your mind, you're actually connecting to that center self, that heart self that's like, oh, there's peace here. Oh, I'm okay. Like, this is all right. The mind is what gets us all like thinking, 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 and can even create our emotions at times when right. the body is really dictating and telling you how to feel or what's happening. And so sometimes when there's that misbalance in mind body, like the mind creates emotions, which then the body knows. And right. like, again, a deconditioning of learning to listen to the body and trust the body and let go of the mind sometimes. Mm, um, yes. Yeah. And what was that last part you asked? I think you had a question. Um, just like what you um, notice about how deconditioning that way and like integrating your mind and your body can shift the way you're relating to yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so it, it, it completely changed my world because, yeah. and this is why this, this work is so important. It's really important for people to share yoga, for sh mm. to share their stories, to share what they've been through because every time like a tragic thing happens with mental health, I'm reminded like, this is why I've been through this. And this is why it's important to share. And yes. yoga and meditation is literally like, what did that for me? Like, right. all of a sudden, I shifted from my mind to oh, my body is here. And I can move my body to move through these emotions and to create right. a relationship with these emotions and create a relationship with myself that over time makes you feel so, so, so much better. Right. And, and like, I am holistic now like people would never ever think that would be possible you know but it, it truly is and I was I was on like like nine plus medications and I over time I trusted myself I trusted my soul and by doing my practices was able to give those up and um, right. become more in more in authenticity with who mm. I am and what I want to be yes so you were just sharing about how these practices, meditation and yoga can be so transformative. And one of the things you mentioned about expanding the concept of relationship was the relationship you have to those practices. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm wondering, um, what do you exactly mean when you say have a uh, relationship with your yoga practice or meditation practice mm -hmm. so that's like showing up for your practice and it's I, I have a really good recent story actually um, I had not been practicing meditation very consistently um, and I 
have been through a challenging type of time where I really needed my energy again. And yeah. so my energy was calling me and meditation was what was accessible for me. So by showing up for my meditation, at least like even five minutes a day counts, like breathing five minutes a day and just doing that consistently creates a relationship with it. Right. And then you can see how it changes and you can see how you feel afterwards and through it. And that is all the nuances of relationship. Like, right. how do I feel today? Yes. What am I say? Like, how am I showing up today or not showing up today? Like, what is that? And is it a healthy relationship? Is it a toxic relationship? Like, what does that look like? Yes. That, um, so I've shared on my page before, like my kind of journey to an alcohol-free life. Mm -hmm. And when I first was experimenting with what that was like, that's kind of exactly like how my mindset was. It, it was like, I'm not necessarily quitting forever right now. I'm just mm -hmm. like assessing the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to be sober for a month. And how does that make me feel? And like, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a glass of wine tonight. And like, how does that make me feel? Mm -hmm. And just like gathering that information until I was confident enough to shift my relationship to something that was really healthy for me. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Um, one thing you've mentioned a few times in this conversation was the idea of security and mm -hmm. safety in relationships. Can you share a little bit more about um, why that's important? Mm -hmm. Yes. So security and safety is something that I have not felt like consistently um, as a kid, as a teenager, that kind of thing, like looking for validation outside of myself and not feeling secure inside and feeling secure and stable, like essentially root chakra stuff, you know, like is so essential to creating a foundation of health. So creating a foundation of health with your significant other, with yourself, with your practice, um, whatever that might be, it's really important to feel secure and safe in your own body because no one else can actually grant you that. Like, right. we think a relationship or a romantic partner is gonna make us feel perfect, but it's not, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, our life is just normal. We're just normal people that, right. like, may be complimented by another person, but they're not gonna save you. You know, right. only you can save yourself and, and through that saving, you can learn to feel safe within your body and then secure within your emotions and secure right. with yourself, which is right. like showing up for those, for those things that you can do to make you, your, you feel that way. Right. Yeah. I'm even thinking about the idea of like, like you said, like, um, like labeling your emotions or acknowledging them mm -hmm. and how even that can feel really, really scary at times. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering like, if you're at the very beginning of this journey, you're not feeling super secure in that way. Um, what's a, a place to get started? Mm, great question. Um, so mindfulness is like essentially the place to start, which is just like you said, labeling and acknowledging the emotion. What I found through my meditation practice is that if you label and acknowledge this emotion, so um, 
say you're feeling really sad and that scares you to feel that depth of sadness, take it away. And now, now instead of noticing, I feel sad, I feel fear. Okay. Mm. What is within this fear? And then can you use an affirmation? Like I am safe. Notice Mm -hmm. five things around you that you can label like green plant, brown desk, that kind of a thing to ground your body and ground your mind again so that you know I am truly in a safe environment. It is okay. I've got myself to feel this. Like take a breath and let yourself like start to get there, start to go there because every emotion passes. Yes. Yes. Um, In my journey with mental health, like that's literally like if you're having like a panic attack right and you're like trying to work through that's exactly like what even your therapist would say to do it's like acknowledge the feeling like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is it fear like um and then like is that fear because you're at the grocery store like where does that fear kind of like exploring like being curious about your emotions in a way absolutely yeah 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 starting to dig deeper and that comes with practice and time and just like allowing that to start develop developing and again that acceptance of accepting exactly where you are and trusting where you are is perfect and it will continue to evolve right um another thing you mention um is um communication and the importance of communication Mm -hmm. um so i'm wondering like from your perspective, the importance of communication, not only like with yourself, but also with like other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Communication is one of the places that we have the most ability to grow, I feel like as humans. Um, And it is just so imperative to be able to listen to another person, but be secure enough in yourself that that viewpoint doesn't like knock you off your rocker, but instead can be like heard and evaluated, but also you can continue to speak your truth. Right. So that's where, again, that, that validation or that looking for validation outside of yourself is where communication can get messy because Mm -hmm. your emotions might get involved and what they're saying might get like jumbled and encourage reactions for you. Versus if you're feeling stable and secure, you can listen and also share. And that creates, again, that beautiful infinity loop of giving and receiving a clear and healthy type of communication. Yes. Um, And so one thing I, you know, have noticed is like, sometimes when you start to heal yourself, um, you notice maybe that relationships um, aren't fitting anymore or feeling aligned or, you know, you've come up to a place where maybe you need to like let go. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm wondering um, if you've noticed that with yourself or any of your clients and if you have like what you have to say about that. Totally. So I've definitely noticed this in myself and with my clients for sure. Like um, I went through a huge hermit phase at the start of me becoming essentially. I, um, I'm pretty 
my relationships can be pretty stable. My friendships can be pretty stable. It just, I think, comes with who I am or something. But it's really normal for them to shift and change and to just, like, fall off, too. Mm -hmm. And that's where that security, again, comes in. Like, I am safe. I'm okay. It's okay if things change. And it hurts. And it's hard. But if you're being authentic to yourself and you're staying true to yourself and you're healing, it is so worth it because things are coming to you. The next thing is coming to you, the next right thing. And having that healthy communication um, and ability to let go, just like you said, like essentially like noticing what doesn't fit any longer and communicating that. Like when I'm working with right now, particularly in relationships, romantic relationships, had to go through like these stages of shedding and shedding people she used to date or like the type of people she used to date. And she was showing up so differently with those people that she was making them communicate the way they used to not. And then it was like, they don't fit. So they'd fall away. And when they fall away, like quicker than you'd even think, someone better and more correct comes into the picture because you've shifted your vibration and the vibration is what attracts and brings in. Yeah. I love what you said about living authentically is often the harder choice. Like it is hard and, but, but it's worth it. Right. Like, (laughs) and when those, relationships or opportunities or things that you kind of have to let go of um, when you are able to let go and make space for like what's coming into your life. That's what truly makes it worth it. Um, So yeah. Um, Space is such a good word for that too. Like what you're creating so that then people can come in. Like when you let go, you're creating space and then that space can get filled with the right people. And the right. right. Yes. Um, so I wanted to um, ask you, who do you generally, generally like work with and how do you help them? Mm, beautiful. Um, I generally like work with people that have a spiritual or yoga practice and, um, or a meditation practice. And I go like, we dive deep into the next level of their spiritual or, um, personal practice to enhance their voice, their communication, um, their ability to feel confident and secure. Um, they might like not have a super consistent practice, but they used to or whatnot. And they are like ready to jump started again. They've been feeling kind of depleted and lost, confused, um, and are just looking for clarity in that sense. So I work with men and women. Um, and yeah, I, I love to find uh, that people are just having better relationships and, um, and showing up for themselves and creating these channels of communication that are healthy, that allow them to like show up in their work and in their environments in a, um, essentially a like prominent impactful way, because we all matter and we all have something to share Mm. and our like 
security in ourselves allows us to all work together and like listen and be and vibrate and create something better. Yes. Um, and I was wondering what um, types of services are you offering right now? Or is there anything that um, you'd like to share that um, people can seek you out to come yeah. find you? Yeah, awesome. Um, so right now I'm offering simple coaching sessions and meditation sessions. So my main focus right now, because I'm really lit up by it, is uh, meditation sessions with people. So it's like a 45-minute session. Um, it's just $45, and we work together to do an intuitive guided like clearance. Um, mm. And kind of meditation tends to end up being sort of like a coaching session with me too, um, because we uncover what's kind of having you stuck and clear right. that energy to move forward in fulfillment and happiness towards your goals. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> I have to hit you up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if someone wanted to work with you, um, what's the best way for them to connect? Right now through Instagram, message me. Um, I also have email, so I'd love to uh, build out my email list and we'll be getting email back up and running soon. Um, but the best is just in message me on Instagram. Uh, I also have a website, which is juliarugosa.com. And yeah, so. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to um, share before we end this um, interview? Well, I just love the fact that we're getting to connect. Like, again, this is a relationship, right? Like we get right. to show up and like expand each other and like be with each other. And I'm really thankful for technology and <laughs> <Me too>. thankful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful that I've gotten to meet you in person too yeah. and like hold space with you. And I'm just, I'm just thankful in general. So yeah. Oh, I um, return that gratitude. I'm so glad that we've gotten to connect and hopefully continue to connect. Yes, um, and I'm so glad that you joined me here. I feel like I learned so much and um, have a lot to take away with me. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Amazing questions. And I really appreciate it. Awesome, Julia. Have an awesome day. Bye, everyone. <laughs> this will be on my Instagram page in a few minutes if you missed it. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm sending you all love and gratitude for listening to this episode, and I hope you will check in for a brand new episode of Yoga Corner Chats every Monday, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Do you want to keep in touch between episodes? If you want love notes from me, where I share all the ups and downs, tips and tricks, sad times, good times, successes and failures of coaching, yoga entrepreneurship, and life sent directly to your inbox, you are going to want to get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free visualization ebook. This ebook is designed to be like a self guided retreat to guide you through the journey of envisioning your future and making your dreams come true. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe to my mailing list, and a link to the PDF will be sent straight to your inbox. Have an amazing day. Chat soon. <laughs>